Man, what's happening? Contrast Uncut. What up? Episode 7. I got a quote today. You got a quote? Once again. I don't want to hear that shit. This quote is actually good, though. This you, is you sure? Yep. The quote is, There's no telling how many miles you would have to run chasing your dreams. Reverend Run. Tell me the last time you went running. Yesterday playing basketball? See, that's playing basketball. I'm talking about running. So when was the last time you went chasing your dream? I chase my dream every day. <coughs> I'm happy you didn't say every night, because then I've been like, you just sleeping, bruh. Nah, every day, every day. Because the only thing that comes to a motherfucker in a dream is fucking sleep. Dreams turn into reality. I don't have dreams, I have reality. Uh, no, you got to work towards reality. That works, that works for me. All right, say that every... one more time, bruh. There's no telling. There's no telling. How many miles you would have to run while chasing your dream. Rev and run. Rev run. Talking about you better be in shape to chase your dreams. Oh yeah. Man, who we got in the building? Oh uh, man, we got we got a special guest. And I know we say every guest is a special guest, but this is a real special guest. Man, uh, big motherfucking facts. Um what, what, what do I what do I want to start? Uh I think I think he survived every transitional period in music. From jerkin <coughs> to crump. Bro, you say that like my partner old, bro. Don't be nah, saying nah, that nah, like, nah, bro, nah, come nah, from nah, like nah, five, nah. six generations and decades and shit. Not even. You can't not be even. doing that, bro. Not even. And you know what? And, and, and a fun fact before I say who it is, this man admitted to me one day he can play the drums. Bro, he could play the That motherfucker can rock the fuck out on the drums. I came to church one day and was like, bro, that's really him? That is. Man, fuck the him. Man, we got T. Davis in the motherfucking Hello. house. What's what happening? So with it. Hey, you know, you slow motion, man. No, real talk. I think I got the uh, the one line and the play button next to each other next to your face right now, boy. It's going <laughs> slow motion. Hello. That's just early morning. It's my fault. Hey, man, that's good. Shoot, early mornings, late nights. We, we at it. You know what I'm saying? What's popping, T? Man, chilling, chilling. Ready for 2020. You know what I'm saying? Popping with y'all, man. I, first and foremost, I appreciate y'all having me on here. You know what I'm saying? It's a pleasure, it's an honor, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. I like I like how you just stay monotone the whole time. Every every time I see you, you just monotone. There's no extra energy, it's just this. Yeah, I mean I, I try to talk loud. People be telling me like I'll be low all the time, but I'll be like this to me I'm I'm all like super loud, but yeah, I we just gotta turn you. the mic up for you. Oh yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> How's the holidays going for you though? All the family, all the family and everything. Oh, the family's cool, man. You know what I'm saying? We going through little transitions ourselves and all that stuff. So we coping, you know, everybody coming together, trying to stay above water and whatnot. So holidays a little rocky, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we, we know the beginning, down. new chapter. Yeah, big facts. It's, it's definitely an embracing moment, man. You can't, can't get upset about life because there's a lot to cherish into it. Yeah, and it's going to change regardless. I call life is like I look at it like a dice game. Like you just keep playing it until you get your number, and once you hit, you hit. I ain't you trying gotta, to crap out, man. Nah, I'm not trying to crap out. You gotta look at it like that's what I'm saying. Look at it like a dice game, because when you crap out, it's like you basically like that's it. Like that's man, the end. And you fucked it off everybody else. All right. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, you know, almost uh, piggybacking from Reverend Run, I want to actually say uh, what I've learned. You know, what I mean, it sounds it's gonna sound cliche when I say this. But those who are religious, you know what I mean? God ain't gonna put too much on you that you can't handle. No, but then again, he also gives his toughest soldiers, you know, 
the good stuff, like stuff that they like the challenges and all that. Because you know, like it, it builds the endurance in them and everything, like you know, it keeps them, you know, consistent and trying to push more. Because I mean, if a challenge come to me, man, I'ma look at that challenge like this a test. I like to, I like to, you know, I like a challenge. Like if it's not challenging, then I don't really, I question it. So it's like if the challenge come, I'm not questioning it. I'm just going full fledged because I know, okay, it's something here for me to get at the end of this. Hey, isn't it funny, bro? How when something goes normal or how it's supposed to go, we don't question anything. But the slightest thing is different. We question it all. No, nah, it's weird, honestly, because um, like say for instance, I'm about to do a show or something. It's like in my head, everything's going wrong. Everything. It don't like. It could be nothing happening, but in my head, everything is going wrong. And then when I get to the show... So it's chaos. Right. It's like when I get to the show, it's like 50-50. I, it could either be going all bad or it could be going all good. Uh. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but I'm ready for both because I already, like, in my head, it's already playing out. Like, you mentally prepared for the worst. Bro, it's been so many times that I had a dream of me being on stage and a DJ not having my music. Oh my god, that is and these are dreams, and I'm in front of, I'm talking about thousands of people, like I'm seeing this in my dream, bro, and then, it's funny when I actually go to a show, where it's barely like 75, you know, 60, 50 people, but the DJ, I send the music ahead of time, and the DJ still don't got the music, or it's not playing. And, and, and you ain't kind of lose-lose because you walk into there and the first day of DJ, before that, you know, plan to the show, DJ, always the DJs go, we don't want your, uh, they, we don't want your flash drives. But it's like, I sing the joint three, four days before that. Oh, that's why I always bring the flash drives. So you gotta bring the flash drive anyway. That's though. like the drummer telling you, hey, bro, you ain't gotta bring no equipment, I got everything. Then you get there and you got some whack shit or some shit you don't want to play on. Or the sticks just broke yeah. before you came Yeah, or the home. sticks is seven A's and you play with five A's or you know what I'm saying? Just little stuff that matter, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, with, with that stuff, it's like I always go in with the mindset like this shit can go either way. So it's like, but once the music comes on, and that's why I play with the band. Because it's like, if the DJ don't got my stuff, that's why I have my band. The band is the DJ. Right. The band know everything that I'm doing, we, we going, whatever. And then it's live, you know what I'm saying? You're not really seeing too many people perform live and actually have a great band. Actually have a band that's actually doing their job I agree. I agree. you know what i'm saying but it's like that's for me coming from a musician standpoint that's why i tell people i'm not no rapper because it's right it's different things about what i'm doing that that other people don't do like when i go to a show i'm not looking to just perform i'm looking to make sure everybody enjoying themselves everybody like okay this is what you came out here for what you looking for woo, woo, woo. make sure you get something to eat some drinks make you feel comfortable so when i do hit the stage it's like but, bro, you more you? like a culture ambassador. Because, like, it's not just the music that you do. You also, I mean, bro, a lot of people, if they don't know, the dancing. I mean, bro, you yeah. gig. Yeah. I know you don't highlight it that much. But at the same time, bro, you have the whole culture embodied in you. So when those moments come, you're able to take it out the bag and, like, I got it. Right. Slam that domino on the table. I would say that's a lost art, especially for people who rhyme. Like, they act like it's not cool to dance. Like, bro, that's why I'm so, I'm, I'm like happy that Tiger doing what he's doing right now. Right. Because if y'all seen this Macarena thing, <laughs> like, 
He went all the way and did the mass all over again. Then he came out with some dancers and was actually getting off. Yeah. Like, but niggas like Tiger, like what? I didn't know you dance, bro. Like, and you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, you know what I mean? I, I'm not too much, you know what I mean, older than you, but I did grow up, you know, with you know, grandfather and everybody in the house listening like you know, Cool G rap and Houdini. They were dancing and rapping, you know what I mean? They was gigging. They was feeling it. I can never listen to rap music and that's heavy. Like my mom always play R and B, like you know, some good old school, so some, cool. go, some gospel, yeah, some soul, all that good stuff. Real quick before we get into our question, I got a quick question from you being a musician, you having a band. I, a lot of young artists, and I, we've been in, we didn't been plenty of local shows, plenty of bigger shows. Mm-hmm. How important to you is sound check? Oh, bro. Because you know sound, some people just get in and just bro, rap. You know that saying is like. When you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. Hold on, like, disclaimer. I got to butt in. T. Davis was 15 minutes early to the interview this morning. I was 12 minutes late. And Slick was on time for once. Yeah, Slick was on time. I found Slick and T. Davis together. I was like, time. man, yeah. so he late. preaching I'm, right I'm now, bro. He ain't, he ain't talking like he heard someone say it. No, he talking from experience. Yeah, because it's true. Like, you, you got to be there. Because, say, for instance, man, you get on stage and the mic don't sound as good as you want it to. You can't hear yourself. One of the left speakers is out. One of, One the of them wedges. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always travel with energy. <laughs> and then if you got a DJ, the DJ don't know your voice. So, I kid you not, this pouch on my keys is in it. So, it don't matter. Wherever I go, if y'all got an in it setup, I got pouches. I just connect to y'all channels and turn it on. I, can, I don't need y'all monitors. So it's like it's very important to take your artistry very serious. Like if you're trying to become a entertainer, mm-hmm. like it's not even to the fact of being a rapper or rich and famous. It's been an entertainer, guys. Like getting people attention. Like you know what I'm saying. Having them listen to your music to get them through certain situations or hype them up or whatever, mm-hmm. bro. That's that's entertainment. Like Chris Brown will forever be at the top of the game because he's one of the best entertainers this in the world. I was actually telling I was actually telling Kev maybe a week ago. We need to put together some kind of seminar or some kind of class for artists who want to be artists, like you said, who don't know the small things as far as sound. What you need your sound to sound like, you know what I mean? Because we listen to a lot of these these OGs tell us you just gotta hustle and get on. But they're not teaching us they're not teaching the younger generation how you need to do sound check. Your, yeah. your levels need to be dissonant. Only, only reason why I feel like that, not to cut you off, is just because it's like, it's up to that person to want to do his own homework. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do your own research. So it's like, if you about to pick up, like, smoke weed, for instance, yeah. you're not just going to dive in. If you just want to smoke just because you see people smoking on TV, then you're going to just dive in. But if you're going to actually take it serious, you're going to go sit down and do your homework, see what's this and that. Yeah, all that. And then you're going to take it slow. Bro, I've been in this industry for 10 years. No cap. 10 years ago, this this year, I was 18 years old. And I, I met uh I met Baby Bash in, in Vegas. Shout out to Uncle Bash. Yeah, oh, big facts. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Rangers for even making that happen. Because it, it came through the Drake movie. They made this damn call to T Davis, blah, blah, blah. Everybody know the story. But that was 10 years ago. Hey, hold on. Tell the story for motherfuckers that don't know. Because I ain't going to lie, bro. Motherfuckers don't know who Nate Dogg is. Man, that's crazy. So, 10 years ago to these motherfuckers, they don't even respect the gangster of, of the work ethic and the, the hill, mountains that was climbed for you to even see what success looks like. Right. 
That's, that's, that's crazy that they don't know that. But, like, so basically what happened, I was a young bull back in the day, storm parties and stuff, and, uh, I was real, and shit. Yeah, I was real hype. Like you know what I'm saying? I was real I was a, a people's person when it comes to parties because I like to see people have a good time. Bruh, I was in college and I came down to a T Davis uh house party. Man, that's and lit. you was in high school and shit. Like Yeah. <laughs> On me. I we we always had older people at the parties, that's for fact. We had our own little mini club. So one one day in particular, the new boys was in town, they was doing a show at the at Ridgeview. Shout outs to the girls. And uh I wanted to get them at the party. They couldn't come. This little dude that that came through, uh, shout outs to Gil J, by the way, because I was his manager when I ran into him. So, like, we run into each other. I get him on the show and everything. And they basically want me to go on the road with him. So I went to the road with them. We went over to Fresno and whatnot. The Rangers out there doing their little show. And that's how all that started. They was out there jerking. And I'm two-stepping. Like, but it's hard to two-step without swinging your arms. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm doing. I'm up on stage two-stepping to their little, to their shit, but I'm swinging my arms. They like, bro, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm dancing, bro. Like, I'm grooving. They're like, that's weird. And because they all over there doing their little thing. You know? So they was like, all right. And they was like, oh, do the T. Davis. Like, uh-huh. so they started trying to copy me, and that's what happened. That's what got the dance going, and then it actually became a dance because they started doing their own little twist to it. Went to Vegas, shit got viral. Like, shit went stupid viral. Like, we had people from, like, overseas doing the dance, like, sending their videos in. But when we was in Vegas, Baby Bass was right there. Like, what the fuck is a T. Davis? And who is a T. Davis? And I'm like, oh, that's me. And he was like, oh, the inventor. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, where you from? I'm Bakersfield, California. So I just lied. Right there. You know what I'm saying? So, and long story short, we contacted, you know what I'm saying, connected each other, you know what I'm saying, and boom, we been here since, that's 10 years later, like, you know what I'm saying, yeah, a lot of shit crazy, bro, it's like, it's, it's a lot in between of that, but it's like, we ain't gonna have enough time to talk about it, but see, people I don't say know. this all the time, bro, because you said it right now, for motherfuckers that say, it's crazy, for the real ones, it's really not. It's, it's really not. When you're thinking about it as it's going, it's going. When you reflect on it, it's crazy. But when you really go through the motions of it, bruh, it's just what's supposed to happen. You put yourself in that position. You made yourself different. But what I was saying, like, like when I meant to, like, it's deeper, it's like, it was hype at the, at the moment. But once we left, I come back to Bakersfield and it's back to reality. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't get that part. A lot of people think it's just going to be like, oh, man, it's lit all day, every day. It's like, nah, these niggas still got lives to live. They got kids. They got other cities to hit. Like, it's real life. It's up to you to keep this going. Like, it's up to you to do your job. So it's like, that's what I was getting to. Like, it took me. I had to take time. Like, slow motion, bro. I told myself, bro, 10 years. Don't trip. You got got time. In 10 years, do your thing. Mm-hmm. My 10 year mark is here I'm dropping my EP Like The EP is about to fucking I don't even I don't understand I don't even know Who's What it's going to be Hopefully Hopefully we get it out January 8th Cause if you can get it out By January 2020. 8th 2020 If you get it out By January 8th We'll have a big ass thing Nine months from now uh, Stay right. tuned See 
and he understands the whole marketing strategy. He didn't say nine weeks. He didn't say, oh, I'm going to drop something else after that. Like, no, he's going to push this shit from nine That's an months. exclusive plug. That's what y'all, my mama kid. Yeah, that's love. About to plug that's real love. With that being said, man, I got to go into our topics, man, because we got to make sure the listeners get to hear your perspective on the ride with us with you. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you were pulled over? When I was 18, like 10 years ago. Damn. You been ducking and dodging, riding smooth, law-abiding citizen Bro, for 10 years? What I tell people is, like, if you drive <laughs> like you got a license and you know where you're going, the police ain't messing with you. Bad. It's been times I pull up right next to the police. I'm still sitting back, banging my music, doing what I'm doing. As soon as that light turned green, that gas is getting pressed, and I'm pushing. Confidence. What? What you gonna pull me over for? Oh, okay, because I'm rolling? Oh, bad. Yeah. That's cool. Like, yeah, that's me. The name of the car, that's me. Yeah, the, the lights, that's me. Like, Anything else? Oh, you smoke weed? You goddamn right I smoke weed. It's legal, ain't it? That's you right. smoked in the car? Nope, not today. Yeah. Uh, What's up? Rights. I'm out. All right, man, have a good one. Don't give me that tail oh, light like bullshit either. Bro, people that get pulled over, they see a cop. Oh, they oh, get all nervous. Oh, man, hey, put your, y'all got your seatbelts on? Y'all, y'all good? Hey, Start hey, staring sit, in the rear hey, view sit mirror. Sit down, man. Hey, look straight, bro. Hey, take your hats up. What y'all taking y'all hats off for? What y'all, what y'all getting nervous for? Where everybody panic? Chill. Man, you don't think they could see you turning to the back, commanding everybody Bro. what to do? Say they like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Exactly. Why, Why everybody they getting nervous? Tripping? Like, come on. So it's like when people get pulled over, y'all asking. You ain't got your tags, nigga. You know you getting pulled over. You got a broken tail like nigga. You know you getting pulled over. Like, come on. Like, you ain't using blinkers, nigga. You know you getting pulled over. So it's like you gotta, yeah, that's it. If you travel like you know what you're doing, they ain't fucking with you. Period. Period. Current event, current event, current event. Oh, okay. I got some few things to talk about. Uh, And he's gonna say, uh. (laughs) I got a lot of things I've been thinking about all day. Uh, Current events, current events. I mean, how long you been up? Talking about. A lot of things I've been thinking about all day. I've been up since 5 in the morning. Why do you think I got here early? Why do you think I got here early? I've been up since 5 a.m. You capped it right there. I didn't know. I've been up since 5 a.m. Enjoying life. I actually drank some coffee today, and I'll never drink coffee. Man, it's I a, done drank some coffee today. Be- that's how you know. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Man, that slow motion went to play with T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So while you search for your current event, let me ask T a question. Okay. Because obviously you weren't ready. I think I dropped it on him too fast. Too fast. T, what's your definition of success? You've seen a lot of avenues. You've you've obviously met a lot of people. It takes a lot to meet these people. It's it's definitely an aura thing for what I've learned. They ain't fucking with you. You ain't going to talk to them. They bodyguard someone else going to move you out the way. Right. But, I mean... Man, my definition is like, okay, it's like, you know, wealthiness. Like, when you're wealthy, you, you you got businesses, you got residual money, like consistent money coming. You ain't never going to be broke, period. Yeah, wealth like, is from the mind. You know what I'm saying? The whole thing. You at one with everything. So it's like, but like success-wise, it's like, like you got a couple businesses, not only just them businesses, you got a couple of 
like you know investments here and there you got a couple of this and that an artist or two here and there you got a recording studio here and there it ain't just about your occupation but your occupation is what's providing all this success right you know what i'm saying so um it's just about what you like you know taking in and what you actually like so when we see Thank T. Davis with a few businesses, a couple of artists and a label, we know that T. Davis feels he had, he met success. Yeah, big facts. Uh. Right. And that's how I'm going to be in Bakersfield, California. You uh. know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's where it starts. Growing plug. But Bakersfield is my New York. I always wanted to be in New York. Everybody think I'm from New York. I ain't never been to New York. I ain't never seen New York. Man, I want to go to New York. Oh, we gone for sure. For Bruh, sure they said sure. I can't go to Harlem. Oh, man. They said, because my skin, see, it's been a whole thing, bro. Our first episode, they don't know who's white and who's black out of me and Slick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm about to tell them right now, my skin color is white. And they told me that I cannot go to Harlem because I'm white. And to the whole little jazz community, go to the speakeasies. They said, I won't be able to do that. I said, you got me fucked up. That's right. I'm going to go through there. That's right. I'm going to make sure you come with me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, hey, nah, but for real, though, like, Vegas is going to be my New York. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? How Jay-Z just went to New York and did everything he did. Right. Jay-Z is a big inspiration to me. It's, and Will Smith, you know what I'm saying? It's just not, like, just to to what they did. Will Smith is successful. He done did movies, TV shows, music. Like, he invested in other things, doing all this other stuff. Jay-Z is successful. He done did music, movies pay for all these other he got artists under him recording labels all this stuff mute like clubs all this New stuff. distribution company Bro, the man is successful he don't have to worry about nothing if you don't want to worry about it right he can sit down and be like look i don't feel like working for a week bet i'm gonna just sit down and not work for a week and ain't nothing gonna change that that check still gonna go that that will still rolling because he done did so much like you know what i'm saying like, speaking of jay-z title you need to have podcasts on your uh, platform. Stop playing. Stop playing. My bad. Shout out to Title though. You know what I'm saying? They, they out here putting platforms out that we ain't got chances to get to. Man, you ready for That's the current right. event, yeah, Slick? Yeah, yeah. Or are yeah. you still juggling your, your thoughts since five in the morning? I, I got it. I got it. So um, I know we talked a little bit about it off air, but I just want to, you know, I mean, hopefully by the time this this podcast is out, which should be now, uh, this will be dead and gone. Uh, how do you feel about the Eminem Nick Cannon situation? I mean, now, from my perspective, real quick, um, do I believe Nick Cannon's a better rapper than Eminem? No. But on some man shit, doing what he gotta do. Well, to me, it's like, it's just a point of relevancy. It's like, if you you relevant, you know what you can do. Like, if you, it's, it's just like, to the fact of, like, I hate to put us in this situation, but that's like me and Locus Luciano going at it on some songs. I can jab at this man forever, but if he know what he can do, why would he go back? People have not forgot about that Nick Cannon diss Eminem made when he included Mariah Carey in it. The whole little, the only reason I dissed you in the first place, because you deny seeing me. Now I'm pissed off. Like, now, 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 what about from the fact of... Like I said, me and you, we, we know what Marshall can do. When, it, when Marshall can sit down and write, Marshall can do this. But we're talking about a man in Nick Cannon who's saying, when he first said something about my wife, I tried to see this man. He didn't want to see me. Like, no. And he keeps punching at me, so what do I do at this point? It's just like Nick Cannon know what he's doing. 
it's to me it's all about like it's like a marketing strategy. Oh, 100%, 100%. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's, it's like, Kanye again. Yeah. Like, Kanye's Nick, the Nick do, Why you he doing interviews? You know what I'm saying? Like if, it was, if it was real life beef, yeah. like when people say, you know, you going against the best lyricist, wordplay, artist, woo woo woo, and you agree with it, like that's not no beef. If if he was beefing with this man for real, he'd be like this nigga's trash. This nigga's garbage. Fuck him and his bars. Woo. Bruh, like, they yeah. ran the beef, the diss song on Power 106 back to back to back. Yeah. Like, now, 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 how do we feel about, I mean, this is cliche because I see Eminem, I mean, uh, Nick is doing this on purpose. What about the, you know what I mean, the invitation cancel, you know, to use the Eminem, black girls and bitches. But honestly, I can't even lie to you. I haven't even listened to it. Okay, yeah. so. Nick, no disrespect to Nick nobody, Nick, so, but it's I mean, like. Yeah, we know, we know it's Marshall, but Marshall's done the last five, six years. He's been taking care Bro, you keep on saying Marshall like you know him by his first I, name. I it's mean, Eminem, he, man. We don't no, know that, man. No, 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 Eminem is not Eminem anymore. He's Marshall Mathers at this point. Eminem was dope. Marshall Mathers to me is an Eminem remind me of Mankind. Y'all remember Mankind yeah. from wrestling? Uh, yeah, Mankind. He had Cactus Jag, then he do had Mick Foley, yeah. Do Love. Yeah. But so, it's like... So, no, so for me, what I'm saying is... People knew not we to know, fuck we, with Mankind. Like I said, we knew, we knew... Man, we fought that sock. You know what I'm saying? People knew not to fuck with Mankind. So, like, but not to cut you off, yeah. but it's like... To me, this whole beef thing, it's like... Nick is a money man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I respect that man to the fullest because I met him. I done seen him do his thing. He lives like, in Bakersfield. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, I done ran into the man in Bakersfield probably like seven years ago in Chuck E. Cheese with his kids. Bro, on the little basketball. I kid you not. They used to do the little talent searches at the mall with the little incredible stuff. Bro, he's a strategizer. No, but I'm saying, but what I'm, what I'm asking you is, like I said, because we know Eminem is capable. We know he's been jabbing Mariah for how many, many years. So when Nick Cannon put out three disses in the last week, back to back to back, this last particular disc, he went and got Eminem's old lyrics to one of Eminem's old songs that had to be when he was a young boy. Mm-hmm. Disrespecting black women. Saying black girls are bitches, black girls are dumb. This is what Marshall said. This mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean? Now, do you believe Nick Cannon, like, at that point, like, how do we look at Marshall now? Like, is it, like... I can't even like I don't really want to like comment on it I know it's hard to it's like, talk about it look like, at the numbers from the Fat Joe song that M was on look at the numbers all that shit did was create a marketing way for M for when he got on this feature that Fat Joe property it's just something for people to talk about yeah, like that you too. know what I'm saying I and it's like, I, and like me personally me too, yeah, me like too. I, as like in a, in a because like coming from an artist like you know what I'm saying like a musician it's like to jump in somebody. That's like you about to fight somebody, and I just jump in the middle of it. Like I had no business trying to exactly. stop this fight or trying to do whatever. I should have just stayed. No, but agree. it's like you know what I'm saying, and that's how a lot of people be getting themselves in the shit. I didn't know. Well, honestly, I think my point comes in this whole situation because I am a big Eminem fan, huge. Like I can. No, I'm I dig that, and I, I know it's think, a lot of people I, that I feel like they feel I too. I think whether it's Eminem, whether it's any, I don't care. It could be James Brown. I think sometimes with our legends, we look past the bullshit they do because they're legends, because we look at them a certain way in their eyes. So how do y'all feel about Donald Trump getting impeached? Is he really impeached? Like I don't no. even know how that works. He honestly. still he still got to go through little trials. It's basically it's like like he on trial. trial. He's suspended like, right now. He's still president. He just okay. got to go through other people like, you know, okay. that they all got to still vote and whatnot to, to and finalize it. And he January 20-something, 2021. Okay. Like, I mean, unless he get reelected, a lot of people have been saying that he going to get impeached and get reelected because he got that power. But... Bang. 
you still got a lot out of due to the politics or nothing like that. Or it, whatever. But when you got the what the Republicans or whatever, yeah. you got a lot of them niggas in office. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them niggas got their hands in these boats. And Donald Trump is one of them. So it's like, if you got them with the, the say-so, like, yeah. come on, bro. Like, you got to put two and two together. This man is not going to get in peace. So, yeah, he did that, whatever. It's just something for people to talk about. Yeah, I get you. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That's why this, I brought it up. This just... is just, like... Like, that's why I don't watch the news. I don't really, like, pay attention to yeah, this shit. Yeah, that's why I was letting you know, like, I don't really know what's going on. Now, before the last turn, I want to give you, I have to give you your props here. We had a conversation. I don't even know if we had a conversation. It was off air or on air. But we had a conversation, me, me actually telling you, like, I didn't know how coming to America would be because I know Eddie Murphy was still funny. I watched Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live the other day. This man is hilarious. So I got to give you your respect because you told oh, me yeah, this man was, was funny. Oh, yeah, Chris Rock, Oh, my Davis God. Chappelle. Eddie Murphy, I watched him. He hosted oh. Saturday Night Live. It was the highest ratings in the last three years of Saturday Night Live history. Eddie Murphy yeah, is Martin. that hilarious. nigga. Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, bro. too, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah By yeah. default. It's just like if you see Eddie Murphy in the movie, you know. It's like if he's serious, he's still like... Just his voice alone just he gonna give it. you something like this nigga gonna say something stupid. He gonna do something off bar like... And it's gonna be like, oh shit, this nigga's crazy. It was hilarious, trust me. Eddie Murphy's yeah, like, I, 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 I have to give, because you proved me wrong. You told me Eddie Murphy was still funny. I said, look, bro, look that, how raw You just seen coming to America? No, no, no. The conversation we I had a couple like, weeks what? back was, do we, because it comes back to the expectation that we have as people. Do, do I believe coming to America in 2019 is gonna be as good as it was when it came out? And he, they making a new one? Yeah, they making part two. It has is this Michael, legit? Or yeah, Eddie Murphy, like, Arsenio Hall, Michael Blackston, uh, Yeah, bro, they been Havage, having the pictures and shit. Hey, that's how you know this man really don't be getting on there searching for shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dog, because you hear a lot of stuff, man, and it's just it's a like, letdown. On, man. I've been waiting for the last Friday for like 20 come years. On, it will never happen now that Pops is gone. I don't think it ever happened now. Nah, they gonna use what they got. It was supposedly already had shot it. It was supposed to be dropping in 2020. You know uh, what I'm saying? So it's like, if that was true, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Supposedly. I'm waiting. Shout out to you, man. The, the only thing that, that I was excited about is like, when they said they were doing another Bad Boys, they did another Bad Boys. Yeah. And they, yeah. and they dropped the Bad Boys. When the three, when's three coming out? Uh, it's, it's like, no, 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 January 12th. Okay. Like I was going to say, you got bootleg connections or what? Oh, no, nah, hell no. Nah. I, I mean, off dropped. air if you do. But, nigga, nah. <laughs> no, 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 it's coming out 2020. Okay, then, but they done dropped some previews and all that stuff. Bro, they, they, they working. It's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They building the hype. You know what I'm saying? They give, they letting you know, like, bro, this is real. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, all the other stuff, bro, like, man, please. I don't, I don't, I don't be. Mm-mm. How about them Lakers? And, 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 and for all my black folk who understand that they got my best man Christmas, I mean best man wedding, I gotta see that. You know what I mean? Because I, I actually watched Best Man Holiday last night. So, man, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about these movies. Like, like the like bruh, the best man holiday. He don't even watch sports, bro. He don't give a fuck about sports. Oh hell no! Nah, you understand? Know Lakers. If we would have brought up Kaepernick, Lakers. he'd have nah. looked at us like, man. See, yeah, that's football. We could talk about basketball all day. Yeah, that is true. You catch you on 2K20. Running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? T. Davis, HAP, plug me, figure out PS. Are you nice, calls. though? That's a question. Holla. All podcast yeah. listeners want to know. Dump on the states. I'm yeah. I, I ain't even going to let my I ain't gonna let my mouth talk my way into no hole. Biggest question, Xbox or PS4? I'm a PS4 head. Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm Xboxes Xbox is cool. I'm, I mean, I can, I can hang Them controllers is for big hand niggas. You know what I'm saying? I got little hands. 
You know what I'm saying? I ain't never thought about it like that. Bro, like, if you grab an Xbox controller, you got, like, it's all weird. It's like, you know what I'm saying? The PS4 controller's right here. Both the little joysticks, everything is just boom. Like, right there. Hands, you know what I'm saying? So, it ain't no... No, I'm cool. Shout out to the Xbox players, though. I'll see y'all. Man, I grew up on the Segas to the... The PlayStations and you have the Dreamcast. Cool. Hey, now I will no. say this: when I was in college, they had an Xbox. I don't know how they did this, but it had every game, every TV show, live TV. It was like the black box to the now what you got on on Fire Stick, but it was an Xbox. Yeah, crazy. Xboxes be having some shit. I give them that. Microsoft. But they gotta have that shit to get the attention. To compete. PS4 is so simple and smooth. It's like they just like. Here. That's why you don't see no other gaming systems. It don't matter. This is but that's real talk. What's next on the docket? Man, we know we're going to our trash segment. We're going to our good song segment. You know, we try to get the feedback from y'all in the comment section on how y'all really feel about it. So we're going to do something interesting, right, for the uh, trash song? Yeah, man. It's, a, you know, something for the first time. Something exclusive. <laughs> T. Davis was like, man, I got a song I feel like it's trash. But the fans, the fans love it. Yeah, people seem to like it, man. Honestly, I was like, oh, yeah. So, you know, T, I don't know if you if you heard us already, but we like to talk that shit. Bro, give so, me your uh, best constructive criticism, and I don't even care. His it, I ain't, by. Oh, it's me. Oh, composed by you, produced by you. Bro, me and my boy Freeze. I, I made the melodies and whatnot. I, I do all my melodies. And my boy Freeze, dope at drums. Shout out to my nigga Freeze, you know what I'm saying? Dizzy right the whole camp. Okay. And boom. So, uh, yeah, Freeze, like, he did all the drums for me. He was like, yeah. So he had his own hook, too. But I was like, eh. So I came back to the house, and I just wrote some stuff. And I was like, uh, all right, bet. Because that's what was coming out to the song. I couldn't write nothing else. It's like, it wouldn't let me. So I was like, bet. I recorded it. The homie was like, nigga, this my shit. I was like, ah, oh, I hate this. So it's co-produced by Freeze, big time producer. Yeah. And what's the name of the song? It's called Nasty. Nasty by yeah. T. Davis. Yeah. Now normally we say we got licensing agreement and problems, but we got the artist right here that own 100% of the masters, man. <laughs> so we still gonna make sure y'all look it up because y'all gotta support our artists. Uh, SoundCloud. Oh, that's where they can get it from. Yeah, yeah. T. Davis, like boy. And the song Nasty. I'm going to go ahead and pause it right now so that we can listen to this G thing and get the opinion. That's that. Man, that was actually a dope song, bro. But I can say right now, you must be too gangster to make songs for women. Mm. I know you ain't got no problem getting them. I just think you you too gangster to make songs for women. That's that's probably the reason why you don't like that song. It's like, uh, personally, I wouldn't say gangster. It's just the fact that like I ain't really this like coming from. Bang, bang. You know what I'm saying? My focus is different. So it's like I can make music for them, but it's like that's not my focus. That's not your avenue. That's, right. That's not. I guess like the party music, the ratchet stuff. You ain't gonna really hear me playing no or making a ratchet music because that's not my focus. I'm not really here to make people shake their ass. And all that, but that's cool and all, but that's not my forte. I don't really want. Oh yeah, she dead, but nah, I 
I was like, yeah, whatever, man. You know, we ain't got, you know, y'all smoke. <laughs> Let's go smoke. But it's like, so I make music that, like, people just go to, just vibe to type shit. Like, if I perform it, yeah, y'all can dance and all, but it ain't gonna make you shake your ass. It's gonna make you want to two-step and groove, like, yeah. But it's like, female-wise, it's like, yeah, they, they gravitate to it because my voice, per se, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, the music is not really, like, it's not really necessarily for them. It's just for, like, people that's on the same page I'm on, like, you know what I'm saying? We all trying to get our way out of here, you know what I'm saying? We all in there, in this hole, you know what I'm saying? We don't have nowhere to explain it. We don't have nobody to talk to. So the first thing you can go to is a microphone. Right, that's an outlet. Right. It's juiced up. But I can tell you this. And it lasts forever. Now that I got the, the, the shit out the way with, you know, all that on my EP, I do have female music. That's what I was going to say with this good song. I got a song that I can play for y'all that actually is one of my favorite on my Are You Ready Though EP. And that's what the EP is called. Are You Ready Though? Uh, that's a plug on plug. Man. Go ahead, man. Plug it into the wall. And, and, and. and the first song on the EP is called Are You Ready? And that's a song that I'm going to slap for y'all. And that's a female song. So I'm going to show you my not too gangster side. Because uh, <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you, bro. How you wrote it and you harmonized it, you do have the ability to to write someone's song and produce it from a songwriter standpoint. That's love. Because yeah, you have that ability to understand what, what content should be out there. Right. And, and where is it related to where you are in life? And you're on the same road with millions of other people. That's but right. just because you feel that your confidence of this record may not be high, I can't wait to listen to the next one. But at the same time, if you don't feel like your confidence is there, you should still be able to put your music out there because that shit is dope, bro. You, man, you sitting on some piles of gold and you looking at it like, man, I'm some pebbles. You know, and I, right. I, I agree because you know, I've listened to a lot of music, you know, just over the years. And the one thing I've always said, and, you know, no pun intended, I, I, I hate comparing my friends to other people, but if you really want it, you can take the whole situation, if you really want it. We don't even know. But yeah. you don't even know something about this brother. You know that he was an inside for Yessie Ortiz in Power 106? Nah, that's crazy. He used to go up 12 flights of stairs to get people coffee and shit. And it's, and it's a funny thing about that. Um, <laughs> coming in the game, Same the way. Rangers... Uh, Julian from the Rangers. Now who's Julian? Julian Alexander. is Kid Ink's little brother. Okay. okay. So, uh, shout out to Mama Tammy, by the way, because you know what I'm saying. She damn near raised me. Okay. You know what I'm saying, and that's how I know. I, I ain't gonna put it public, but Kid Ink out there and all that. You know what I'm saying? Them, them, them fans, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, I ain't seen him in a minute, though. Them still my peoples, like the show for show. They just a mile away. But that's dope that you that you say that like that's that's not even how he was coming, but that's a good comparison because the the nigga is talented. Like he make every like. And I think I was just picking up pick, piggybacking him, uh, piggyback off of uh, off of him saying like like you, you got the talent to do that. You can take that lane if you really want it. Yeah. Because it's in you. You know what I mean? Like I said, you already uh, you already got this uh, real 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 soft. I'm not necessarily soft, but this real smooth voice and shit. No homo. And, uh, and, uh, it works, it works. When you, yeah. when you pull it off, if you really want to take that legend approach along with that, that's all you. That's right. That's dope. 
Yeah, that's funny. Gangsta's cool. Gangsta's cool. I really got. No, I only say gangster, bro. Because I say that because only gangsters feel like they can't listen to love music or slow music. Like, but you out your mind, bro. Slapping on you, man. Like, bro, you out your mind thinking some of these motherfuckers don't, these songs don't go. There's a reason why they're getting hundreds of millions of plays, bro. That shit go. I will tell you, shout outs to the hoods, though, because, man, they be letting me know, like, hey, yo, yo, your shit, bro, your shit bang. I'd be like, that shit be coming from the heart, like, real talk. Yeah, no, I'll show y'all this track and shit. This is Jay. Once again, it's exclusive. I might even let this just play off the mic because it's, it's coming off his phone. Don't nobody have it. <laughs> we might can rock with that. I'm with that. Yeah. All right, man. This is T. Davis. Name of the song. Uh, are you ready? Bring him in, bro. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. 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 Thank you
But yeah, man, that's the EP, man. You know, it's coming out next year, top of it. See, bro, that was good transitions in there. You didn't, you didn't go slower than the hook. You stayed up with it. You yeah. had great content, bro. You feel like, bro, that was a good record. It had For a Chris Brown sure. like feel to it with a feature on it. Right. That's the ladies' track. It had a great swing vibe. Oh, yeah. Second quarter. As soon as you come in, bro, the top of the year is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's more of that on the EP, so it's like, you mm-hmm. got that, you got some, bro, the EP moving, like, you know what I'm saying? So, See, yeah. I think you started something new, man. From this point forward, bro, I think we should start doing that, bro, with all the artists that come in here. They got to pick a song of theirs that they feel is trash, and they got to pick a song that's great. And then we talk about it with them. Yeah. And then, Perfect. like, when we don't, because, see, we have uh, judges, we have uh, business owners, we have, like, a variety of things, because it's contrast uncut. We want perspectives from everybody. It's not yeah. just, I mean, we love working with the artist. He's an artist, you know, my work in the field. And so it's like, it's, it's Mando, we work with artists, but at the same time, we open up the platform to everybody so that it's, it's great content. Right, right. So, needless to say, I'm going to go ahead and bring into Trading Places segment. It's where we compare and contrast two different lives. You seen Trading Places? No. You ain't never seen Trading Places no, back in the day? Uh, who's the actor, bro? Trading Places. I don't remember. I, remember, I know the idea of the movie, but the basic idea of the movie is like, you have, like when we decided to do, uh, we took this two different people, like uh, one week we, we switched with non-James So, you know, we, we just switched into black person and white person, and we switching lives, and you know, wondering how that would change. Oh, I got this one. But Trading Places had Eddie Murphy and uh and uh Dan Aykroyd. No, I'm happy to keep it out. Yeah, bro, you should watch them. Eddie Murphy's like, uh, I guess he ended up becoming homeless, and Dan Aykroyd owns a business, and they swap lives. And then it's oh, crazy. Some people probably can't say. Yeah, but not like them embodying it. It's like, uh, was it Luck? I haven't seen it in a long time, but that's the whole concept of the idea. So I'm taking Ronda Rousey, I think I butchered her name, and Anita Baker. Wow. Anita Baker being a UFC fighter and a WWE superstar. And Ronda Rousey being a soulful Yeah. How do you think the world will change at that point? On some Tina Marie type, get off your phone. Yeah. He already gets the concept. That's like... You spend time on both people. Yeah, like Ronda doing that, and she still got the Ronda Rousey name. Yeah, she like, still got the same so name. So she just her. She just like on some Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. Bro, it it'd be different because it it give us like a, another Tina, not Tina Turner, but Tina Marie, and uh, but like if, if Do you people think know she Tina, would put Sher to shame. Cher, I say her name right. Oh, often. Like, you think Madonna would have been a factor if Ronda Rousey was nah, Anita Baker? I mean, they they she she would have still had a reign, but she would have been who she is because if Ronda Rousey had that Anita Baker in her shit, she would have been like a like a Adele, like but a a real a real deep soulful like you know like oh nigga no no accent no no nothing she got a. She got a, ooh, like, okay, Anita, ba- bro, Anita Baker got hits. Mm-hmm. Classics, bro. Like, so do you think Rhonda would have the same name of the hits, or do you think they'll change? Bro, she Anita shot. Baker, she gonna have everything, like, you know what I'm saying? She, right. she, if, if she gonna be Anita Baker, it's gonna be that, that whole profile gonna have to stay the same, because if not, then, 
Yeah. That's a question mark. Right. 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 This is the UFC though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now that's my question, bro. Do you think that that Anita Baker would have uh, had a suicide prevention and all of that after losing the title and shit? Well, it's like you gotta think about it. Now you got it, a like, soulful, strong black woman in the UFC, and she whooping these asses. Exactly. And she came from back in the day where the shit was hard. Like you know what I'm saying? You gotta think. Anita Baker was here when you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So she got. She, she got she got animosity and she got tension to get off. All oh, knockouts. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you Ronda Rousey, people know like Ronda Rousey stepped in that 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 role. Was it? Yeah, octagon. octagon. Like they knew it was it was game on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like she was not to be fucked with. So you gotta think about it. Anita Baker got her strength, got her like durability, her adrenaline, and, and it's just more. Because if we, if we switch your careers, Ronda Rousey took two devastating losses that changed her outlook on life. But if you got, but you, you got those losses would exist with Anita Baker. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm, okay. You, you, you got to think about it. Like you got a black woman, like just in there whooping the ass. Like, but see, but see, but see, but I agree. But at the same time, I want to. I, I, I kind of almost want to keep the same career in the sense that. No, let me tell you why. Because you look at Ronda Rousey, she did she, she she took two losses, which made her setback for her to get a bigger bag in WWE. Now she's getting a bigger bag in Hollywood. But it's like honestly, it's like okay, the only reason why I wouldn't want Ronda Rousey to change the Anita Baker thing because that's music. But the only reason why I would want Anita Baker to change the the history, the of, course of history. yeah, because it's like. Think I think as like a Floyd Mayweather thing. Okay. Uh-huh. That man went fifty and no, any fifty and no. Fifty and no. The man went fifty and, and no. In Vegas, you see that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he chilling. He good for life. Think about Anita Baker. That is true. Fifty and no. What whooping ass? I'm chilling. Like you know, I'm not to be mm-hmm. fucked with. Okay. But you know, once I step in the so, building, it's who would be bigger, Layla or Ronda? I mean, Anita Baker because well, now it's Layla like, and Ronda. It's like you got. That's like trying to put like. Like Kobe and LeBron, I, I hate when people try to compare them because but it's we like we taking apple and oranges right now. We not taking yeah. apple to apples. Yeah, because it's like it's boxing. Yeah, you got one that's like you know gloves on, then you got one that's hands on. You know what I'm saying? It's like if Anita Baker and that Ronda Rousey stay went against Layla Ali, Anita Baker would demolish her because you're fighting with gloves. This lady get to take your legs out. But then it becomes uh-huh. a it becomes a Conor and Floyd. Are they fighting in the UFC or are they fighting in boxing? Bro, it, it could be either or. Like if if it's boxing, I feel like Anita Baker quickness and her you know, her little, you know, UFC thing would come out and that's a women thing. But Layla Ali, her jabs and everything would connect because her 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 arm length is wrong. She used her she, used she her problems, Yeah, right? she got she got a little, you know what I'm saying? But it's like Floyd and Conor, that that was like, that was like two kids in the park. You see a black kid in the park, and they took his basketball white kid there, and they, they get mad, he want the ball back, so they go over and punch him out. No, bro, they went around the whole park and told everybody about it before they fought. <laughs> right. And made sure everybody got their bets in. No, he took my ball. Like, <laughs> he got his ball about back. to fight. Yeah, he got in the ring and started slap boxing. Yeah, they and started they, they playing. They were boxing until Connor forgot that Floyd was really a boxer, and Floyd started right. actually hitting him at, a, at that point. And then when Floyd thought about it, like I could really knock this man out, like and you know then fight up, fight up. Bro, you gotta think about it, bro. Like when people got their elements, it's like it's like 
when people say, oh, Kobe and LeBron, it's like, LeBron is, what, like, four, four inches taller than Kobe? Like, you know what I'm saying? Kobe was six. No, no, hell no. LeBron six eight. Yeah, he's six eight. Kobe six six, six seven. So he's like an inch or two off. But still, it's like you gotta think about it. Kobe been doing this for a long time before LeBron even be like, you know, became him. So when Kobe in mid career, LeBron is creating, you know, LeBron. So it's like Kobe already got all this stuff that he already know. He Master the game. Every day. Every that's just like when you say, oh Kobe and Jordan. No. Jordan will out whoop Kobe because Kobe is like a image of Jordan. Kobe look at Jordan trying to imitate and do what he do, but do it better. You can't do things better than the original. You can't. That's like them coming out with a Temptations Part 2. No, that's like Magic Johnson really believing. I like Lonzo Ball, but believing Lonzo Ball is going to be Showtime. No. And that's his... Lonzo is dope. But it's like Lonzo is going to be Lonzo. Lonzo. You can't... can't, It's hard to compare people when they they have different upbringings. You know what I'm saying? They ain't go through the same shit. They ain't learn shit the same. They ain't... What's next for you, T? That's something I got to ask, and then we're going to go into something that I know we got the homie Locus Luciano in the building. Hello. He's sitting there quiet, sipping on coffee and shit. But uh, we're going to go into something. But I want to ask you what's next for you. What, what's on your goals, your one-month goal, your six-month goal, your year goal? What's, what's something that everybody can be excited to see? Man, just... Be ready for that EP to drop, man. So like we say, we got the videos coming. But man, we, we're gonna make the you city. You doing a video to every song on the EP? Every song on the Seven EP. Track. Every eight, 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 track. eight songs. Like so, it's like a mini album, I should say. Man, like you know all album. it takes is seven songs to be considered for the Grammys. That's cool. We I want to hit him with that eight because that eight track is like it's dear to me. So you know what I'm saying? I'm about to. I don't want to split it all out, but. Y'all better watch how the YouTube videos are, y'all can, because they, they about to be uh, yeah. So you have any expectations? I mean, when you come into release project, when you come in into release the project, what are your expectations? You just like, ain't no. Okay. It's, it's, it's gonna do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why I did what I did, how I did what I did, because it's like I put a song out and I push it to everybody that first day and I leave it. Like if y'all going to the YouTube and watching it, I'ma watch it and see what it do by itself. See what y'all actually do. See what y'all saying. See if y'all putting it out. See if y'all really representing. Then when it comes down to like the big stuff like that, that's why we do a lot of free shows. Do a lot of free shows and see who really gonna come out and support. Like you know what I'm saying. And then when do people don't show up, doing free shows? nah. Because it's like for me, it ain't free because it's like I'm still coming away with something. It's like you know what I'm saying. I'm dotting down the lines. Like okay, bet. Now I know when I go and charge $50 a ticket, I ain't really tripping about who come and who not come because I know the right person is going to pay that $50 for that ticket because the right people pulled up to them free shows. Random as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You already worked the crowd to develop that. Period. It's like, you, you gotta, when people say it paying dues, they feel like, they feel like you gotta do all this extra stuff. It's like the investment comes when you know it's going to pay off. If you investing in something and you just put money into it, it's just going to be there and it's just going to be like, damn, okay, now what? 
you gonna have to. You this. Ten years into the game, right. at what point do you feel that the game owes you something? Because you still mm-hmm. humbled as everything. You still doing free shows, which is incredible. You still doing a lot of. Bro, you're available. I wouldn't say it owe me nothing, but if you want to say that, I say give me twenty years. Like that's it. So you got. And so you only, doing it thirty years, or you doing it only twenty years altogether? So ten more years from now. Okay. So when I'm 38 years old, you know what I'm saying? And, then, and I ain't Jay-Z, like, you know, I ain't in Jay-Z-C, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, T. Davis got my, he the beggar king, woo, 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 it, it, I, like, I ain't got my businesses right, but I'm about to be 40, like, yeah. Now, I think I, I, when I ask, what's going on that question, uh, we live, you know, we live in the world of everybody's talking about social media. What do you, and I had to learn this the hard way, you know what I mean? Uh, you be on social media slick? No, 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 no. I, I, said, I had to learn, going to my question, I had to learn this the hard way uh, where my background, I know a lot of people, just like you know a lot of people. Right. When do you start cashing them vouchers and saying, hey, let's make some money together? What does such an I just know this person? When? Bro, that's a it's, great business question. It's like when, okay, like y'all was just saying, you can't make an investment into something when you're not ready. So say, for instance, I had $100,000 when I was 18, but I go buy a Bentley. Now this Bentley fucked up. I don't got it no more. Repo. As soon as you lot. drive it off the lot, it loses thirty thousand. And I ain't got it no more. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got That's nothing. That's a hundred racks. I'm gonna be like, hey nigga, I had a Bentley when I was eighteen. What happened to it? What's that mean? Exactly. <laughs> so it's like I made a dumb investment that I wasn't ready for. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to the point where where then it's like I have to go through everything that I'm going through. It's kind of like an artist development stage. I do all these free shows to practice. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm gonna go out here and charge somebody for a show, I better be ready to come up here and kill this stage. Had a hope, like the baby. When people pay the baby to come out, they know, they know they this man out. is about to come bring this a motherfucking DJ show. Bang, bang. Bruh, you got some heart of gold, brain of diamonds type of thinking with this because you understand that the value is not so much to the dollar sign as the value is to the numbers of people coming. Big facts. Cause that's, that's what's gonna bring you the big dollars. Exactly. Nigga, if I'm at the show and it's like like a hundred people come out, but these hundred people like, yo, I'm about to go on iTunes right now and buy your shit for ten dollars. My whole little E P for ten dollars. Bet. These hundred people I've about actually to- been asked this question by big time people. Would you rather have 10 people in the audience or would you rather have 5,000 people in the audience? Honest question. I mean, an honest answer to that, bro. It's like, if those 10 people is singing every lyric to your soul and rocking with you, I'd rather have those 10 people than those 5,000 people that's trying to get to know me. That is the correct answer. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if these 5,000 people, I come out my shit booming, but they all just sitting there like, they still trying to process who you are with your oh, set time. Yeah, it's like, oh, you tight. But then by the end of the shit, it's like, oh, he was tight, bro. What, what, what was his name? What's it? Yeah, like, what? that's it. Like, we ain't got no more. It's too late. For instance, if I'm coming out and these 5,000 people know my shit, they ready. Like, as soon as my beat drop, they're like, oh, back then, back then. Back, you know what I'm saying? They, they going in. You know what I'm saying? Other than these 10 people, none of them know my shit. Everybody just sitting there like... But you quicker to make your five thousand dollars from them ten people than you would trying to make five thousand dollars off five thousand people. Big fat, so it's up close to her. Exactly, you know the relationship built. Right, 
And that's that's the whole little. I don't want to call it a gimmick because it's not a gimmick. That's the whole upbringing of free shows and shit. No, I just watched this movie last night. Kev told me to watch it. It's called uh, The Black Godfather about Clarence Yvonne. And pretty much, bro, he's doing exactly what we talking about, bro. Motherfucker was doing dumb deals. He said, motherfucker, you doing a dumb deal. You need the money. You need right. this. He coming at you with the correct shit to come at them. Because it's funny. It's like when people talk about investing in themselves, it's like they make it seem like you got to put money in everything that you're doing. And it's like, that's cool and all. But if you just put money into it. setbacks. Yeah. You losing. This you losing is in the game. But if you doing like your homework and actually going out, doing what you're supposed to be doing, like, okay, I'm going to do this. So if I do this show, that means they ain't feel this, I got to do this a little different. So if I do another show, like, man, you get $25, $35, man, that's cool. It's some gas money. See, bro, there's a like, game that people need to understand. Sponsored is sponsored by Don't Get Drugs. <laughs> yeah. I can talk about this shit all day. But it's, it's, just, it's just like a, it's a mindset thing, bro. You can't, and like to get back to your question, why I haven't reached out to you, you know, I mean, can I, I, I want to say, I only ask that because we let you, we both know Bay Bass. Right. How many times do you hang out with Bay Bass before you say, man, you're just making just money together? Or you just hanging out with it's like it's like when I'm with Baby Bass, it's like for the fact like he shoot music videos, like he out there producing with different people, like you know. Okay, so so so, so it's already been worked. It's, it's like working. Working. You can't force but, different avenues with people because that's how you fuck shit off. No, I agree, and I, cause I just want to ask that question for the people who yeah, may not. Know. Yeah, no. What I can say is, it's like what I was getting to before I got it down on the other shit. It's like I have to be ready for when I go up to somebody, like you know, what I'm saying when I walk up. Diddy path, I'm gonna be ready. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like, oh, nigga, your shit, woo, that's work. So now it's like when I drop this EP by my album, Baby Bass might be on there. That's why, that's why I praise you for uh-huh. saying, I, I praise you, and I'm gonna give you, I'm, I'm give you I'm, I respect you for saying this. One thing that is a jewel, you drop a lot of jewels on you, drop a lot of jewels on here. You said, all this is like artist development for you. That's it. Most, most young artists understand. Until you get signed, you're still artist developing. Right. And, and, and it's better to beat it before you get to the big dollars where you don't have to go through the shit and, and it's a setback. It's not even you know being signed, bro, because being signed ain't nothing. But you can ask all the people that's been signing cash money that ain't had nothing dropped. It's, it's nothing about being signed. It's about what you do with your time and how you be effective with it. I can tell you this, man. It's a lot of people right now that got the popularity. This is when you change the form, they have no stage. They don't know how to hold the mic. They don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, but it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a ton of people that does it. It's not just one or two people. It's a lot of people that do it, but they don't take it to their intellect to be like, okay, maybe I should work on it. No, because the crowd is hyping you up. They're not really for you. Therefore, the popularity of you like once you lose this popularity, these people are gonna disappear. It's and go to the like, next way. It, it, it is literally the Instagram life effect. Why you think I've been in this thing for ten years? When I was here and everything was popping, we have MySpace, Tiny yeah. Chat, all this shit. We be on Tiny Chat. I'm talking about Drake a pop in. What? Like you know what I'm saying? Shout Drake a pop in. Yeah. 
Hello. <laughs> yeah, my boy. He's been high for decades. That's my brother, man. But it's like real shit. So it's like you'd be on Tiny Chat and so you see like a Drake popping. Like it's like me, the Rangers, thousands of people watching this shit. But this shit died out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody disappeared. No matter, it's a popularity thing. Talent and everything. Like, you know, this brings it in because I wanted to close out about this topic. And that's why I brought up Lopez earlier. You know, YouTube is going to be uh, starting to count your streams to go the same way how Spotify, so you get your RIA, and you also get, you know, all your placement. And so how do you feel that transitions? Because at the end of the day, the way how artists independently used to really make their money is through CD sales and through downloads of purchases, not streaming. Personally, I feel As it like comes that. obsolete, like... I feel like it still gives me the avenue to still do CDs and shit like that, but it just gives other artists more like leeway. The niggas that's actually doing what they supposed to be doing gives them more leeway to get their shit on Billboard, to get their shit in the actual fucking current, like to get their shit in the wave, like to get. Because Billboards are still a thing, bro. Spotify, uh, all these streaming services put these artists on their Billboard so that they're buying into you, and then. The reason why I, I like, like I fuck with the baby so tough, like you know what I'm saying. And I'm like when I when I run across the baby, I'm trying to tell you, I'm gonna be ready, and we gonna hit, bro. bro I'm I not was at camp vlogging all front row, seeing that man perform. The nigga bro, he got so much energy, this he fucking crowd surfed, bro. It took off all his drool. Beyond, <laughs> beyond, beyond the performances and shit, the you nigga got dude. strategy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He know what he's doing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, I'm going to put this out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to put this out. I'm going I'm to wait. The man did two little, little takes or whatever. And it's like, yeah, they, they there. But when he did the baby on baby, he had the shiv joint that, that was a single. And then everything else was just vibing. really popped him. Bro, oh, see, see, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, but you, you still got people that, like, but his strategizing on what he was doing. Like the Suge joint, bro. I feel like the Suge song got more famous on YouTube before the radios picked it up. Right. Everybody was trying to figure out that dance and how you was walking oh, in yeah, the street. Right. Like YouTube gonna open that door. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like when, like, how the bait right now. This nigga whole album, type Kirk shit. album. Oh, like Kirk album is on the fucking the whole thing, nigga. So if you got people like him showing you that this shit is possible, mm-hmm. he ain't eating it. He ain't like, oh, nigga, this my shit. No, y'all nigga. No, no, I'm doing this so y'all can see, like, yo, do this, this, like, nigga, put some good music out, put some good videos out, some content, make some shit make sense, and this shit is here for you, bro, it's like, so when YouTube opens doors like that, it's like, for niggas like my brother right here, my nigga Logan Fuciano, this nigga dropped, nigga, audio, so it's like, bam, next thing you know, he got videos to it, videos to it, then it's, it's a fucking, like, it's a, it's a magnet, it's like you want to use a blueprint, bro. And and it's like now that you got YouTube that's opening up that door, mm-hmm. they already been paying niggas to, to you know, shout out to Kevin shit. Edwards Jr., bro. On my mama, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Big bro, like, you know what I'm saying? And they they just showing you weight, like, yo, this shit is easy, it's real. Invest in you can grab it, you, that's what you invest in. It's so easy to make money if people don't even realize, bro. It. And it's all about putting good content out. Yeah. Good shit that's worth listening to. Good shit that's worth watching. I agree. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't got nothing to pay attention to, where the money gonna come from? You know what I'm saying? You 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 
got all this basketball gear on him, but you ain't got no moves. But you out here trying to impress the scout. You can't make no buckets. You can't dribble the ball. You can't go, you can't facilitate. You can't pass it. You can't do nothing. Yeah. But you got all this gear on. You, you look to play. You look to shit. You want to pull off. You got it all. Bro, right. if I can come here and just pick up a nigga off a dress by, I'm not. Bro, hey, I got him, bro. He good. I'll put some. But then when you get on the court, you ain't got shit. You still got to go through all this development. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like when when you're an artist, it's the same thing. You can have all this jewelry on, all this flashy shit, all this whoop, 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 have the best beats in the fucking world. Whoop, whoop. But if you're not talking about shit, man, you forget you your lyrics on the fourth bar. Bro, you don't ever look at loss. Performance wise, that too, yeah. But you just, you just gotta like, a lot of people don't take it serious. I want to shout out what you said. I really want to shout out to the uh, show on um, We TV, the rap game, Jermaine Dupree. He gets these little young boys and these girls, and he's trying to sign them. Right. And it was a rapper. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to put him out there. But he came in there looking like the Migos, 13 chains on, all this. But he couldn't rap to save his life. So I get exactly where he's coming from. You can dress the part. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I heard Future say back in the day on an interview or something, it was like, you got to fake it till you make it. And it's like, a lot of people take that shit to the heart. It's like, nah, faking it till you're making it. It's like, you being the part. Like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to dress the part with the chains and that. Because people going to know that shit ain't real. It's almost like motivating like, yourself. Right. But it's like, it's the, the, the aspect of the life. Like, if you put yourself in them shoes, like, bro, I'm I'm like, nigga, I feel like Diddy when I walk in the building. I feel like Jay-Z when I walk in the building. Like, nigga, I got that posture. Like, I feel like the man when I'm in this bitch. Like, but see, Even do you see what you're doing right there, bro? You're putting yourself in the mirror and understanding the transition and how you have to carry yourself. You can't be in the room looking like an idiot, talking like an idiot, thinking you're going to be the boss. I'm trying to tell you right now, nigga. You go in the room right now with a bunch of people, everybody in there with jewels on. You see Jay-Z back there, this nigga ain't got nothing on. Dressed down with just a hat on, T-shirt on, no chain. Probably a watch. You got a Rolex. Bro, I was just about to say, probably a watch, <laughs> nigga, some fresh-ass shoes. But, nigga, the... Simple. Bro, but this is the man. Everybody's trying to get to him, talk to him. Everybody with these bezels on and all this fucking... These Bugattis and all... Bro, trying to talk to Jay-Z, like, you know what I'm saying? But they trying to be flashy to get his attention. This, this nigga this gonna look for the quietest Jay-Z. nigga in the room, like, bro, okay, bam. Bang. Hey, tell that man I want to talk to him. Because he over here dressed down. I remember being like nine years old growing up in L.A. And I was up at like three o'clock in the morning on UPN or whatever. They had showed this this video of Jay-Z. Jay-Z was saying pretty much he was trying to emulate uh, Russell Simmons. Mm -hmm. Everything Russell did, he was trying to do. And he was trying to do it from a different perspective because he came up a little differently than he did. Right. And then he followed and emulated that format. And if you think about it, everybody else has been successful in the game on the same platform. They've emulated the same thing Jay-Z been doing. Right. And creating other avenues. And Jay-Z like, man, I got to keep up. And they put their own twist to it. Exactly. That's an American way. You can, you can, like, you can, you can basically, like, you can basically get inspired by somebody, but you don't have to be like a copycat. You know what I'm saying? You can be inspired by them, but put your own little twist to everything. Do what you feel. Do what you're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, do what you, like, you know what I'm saying? 
That's why I tell people everybody got a talent in this world, bro. It ain't always music and basketball and no, other it's shit. The Bible, bro. It's up to you to feel confident to reach it. That's it. People you use it. it. That's it, bro. And that's why. I, that's why I never stop doing what I'm doing because of, you know music is competitive. So no matter what it is, it's like when I'm producing, writing for somebody, doing a hook or whatever the fuck it may be. It's like it's music. That's what's gonna keep me here. That's what's gonna keep me pushing. That's like my dad. Give you all. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask this last question, and yeah. I'm gonna kick Slick out, cause Slick still ain't got us a new intern. He fired our intern, bro, and he don't get us coffee no more. He don't get us drinks no more. So I need to kick Slick out here soon, cause I'm still a little upset about the whole intern thing. And then, but I wanna ask this, bro. So with the streaming thing going on, you gotta pay for streaming. Some people gotta download it. How do you feel from 2020 and beyond? Do you feel the merch game is gonna go up or do you feel it's gonna go down because the streaming service is gonna be getting money? Like as far as merch game, like is like because I mean reality, yeah. Like I that. mean reality is where artists do they make money on album sales and streaming? I mean no, not really at all. They make all their money on the road through merch, through doing events, hosting. I mean the game is open to that. I feel like nothing's gonna change, bro. Yeah, I just feel like it just gives other people like me and my nigga Loki and people that's actually doing their thing like a, a way to actually jump in the circuit. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh nigga, y'all going on world tours? Like oh shit, bet nigga. All we gotta do is drop good content and good shit on here, and we can do that. Then by the time we go to the show, we got our merch. Like YouTube is gonna take care of you. Like if you're doing sales on iTunes and shit. Like, There's no more sales on iTunes coming up, brother. Oh, that's cool then. Like, that's something I feel, like, still... messed up about, bro, is because, you know, the, we'll never, ever see a greatest-selling album of all time. There'll never be anything like that. What's in history is always going to remain in history. The right. Eagles, number one, Michael Jackson, Field number two, right. is always going to be like that because it takes 1,500 plays to get one count as a set. That's what I was just about to say, too. But it's just, like... That they don't have no sales, you still got the people. People still listen. Let's see, let's see. You know what I'm saying? Like when people still gonna talk about it. It's like word of mouth is a buzz. You know what I'm saying? So if you got thousands of people talking about your shit and it's shown on your YouTube or wherever your sales may be or views may be, that's that's actually building your name up and stuff. That's like that's a ball game. Like, and I, and I, and I, and I like it. Oh, I, I like it for the the creator, like when I say the creator, I'm talking about the independent artist that's coming up from the mud. Right. I like it for the creator because it puts you guys on the same playing field. Now, for the industry cats, it hurts them because it hurts the industry cats because at this point, it's like now you're on the same playing field. We ain't lying about who you know whose numbers is better because we're all on the same playing field. Right. Numbers do not lie, and it's about man, they honestly from. My own opinion. I don't feel like they got nothing to worry about if they do their job. But also, I also believe the, the whole changing, the whole changing of the guard with the streaming services. I think they created this to save most of the major artists. Out here. And so I just feel really, like they, that saying really that they say like it's enough for everybody out here to eat. Exactly. Really, just came into play. I agree. So we really about to see how much really is out here for us to eat with, and mm -hmm. then the people that's eating, they do it the right way. We just gonna plant more seeds out here for more people to eat. Man, like, if you talking about all this food and money, you know what, Slick? Get out, bro. Get out. <laughs> I feel like it. Get out. You got any, you got any final thoughts? Before I give you my final thoughts? Because I ain't even got no serious. I wanna. I, I just really want my thing is to me. This is I don't even talk about having an interview. Everybody that come in here, we, we just having, we kicking game, having conversations. I, I would say
Most every people have listened to it two or three times to understand what you really were saying. It's like the Matrix in here. Mm-hmm. We get, but we got, we got the code. Yeah. <laughs> Most people ain't got the code. They got to listen to it a few times to get what's really going on here today. Yeah. Man, for those that don't know, I told you the one line in the play button. And once that thing go from slow motion to on, y'all don't understand. It's gonna be running like water. No big time. Gems gonna drop out. Mm-hmm. I mean diamonds. Man, the first thing just popped in my head is just like, what really inspired y'all to start? This is DJ Contrast Uncut. Contrast Uncut. So what, what inspired y'all to start? Oh, don't worry, your 30,000 followers on, on your shit gonna know who the fuck we are because you gonna share this shit. Bro. Yeah, no, big time. <laughs> no, 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 that's family, bro. I appreciate uh-huh. you, bro. I'm just fucking around. Oh, love. So yeah, that's, that's it. So what? Uh, keep it one thousand. I want to do a podcast. We both come from radio backgrounds, doing music, but you know, I mean, you know, from experiencing all of us in the room, once we start chopping it up, we really chopping. Right. It should have been a mic in front of us for years, mm-hmm. right. like, and so it took the idea of like, all right, well, how do I capitalize on this, and who do I give it the right shotgun seat so that it can the whole ride can go smooth? Right. And so my initial thought was, I ain't gonna lie, hit up Kev, Kev King. I'm like, Kev got a, you know, he has a good presence. He already knows how to interview. It'd be a good shotgun to ride with him and go through the motions. And, and, you know, he got his situation where he can't do too much on the microphone for for legal purposes. I ain't going to go too much into it. And so at the same time, my folks over here, he going to tell the story. But he also hit up Kev to get on a podcast. And so Kev was like, All right, we at the YBN Corday meet and greet and shit. And I meet Slick for the first time. And then he was like, man, it's my boy Slick. Pretty much from there, he put the idea in our mind, like, y'all should work together. And then, shit, we let some more shit unravel. And then here we are, pod, pod, uh, contrast uncut, podcast rolling live. We both got diversity. We both know hell with people in the game. And then it's just running play. And play again. Play again. I would agree with the uh, basic thing, so, you know, we both hit up together about a podcast. So I've been doing podcast-ish type of things for a while, and I just never really officially said, focus, let's do it. So, uh, Kev was like, yeah, you know, Kevin introduced me to him, like I said, this, I've heard about him, but this was our first time meeting at the radio station. First time meeting, it was pretty cool, whatever, and uh, Kev was like, y'all should really do the podcast together. So I reached out to him, and was like, uh, we gotta do, let's, you know, let's sit down and talk about this podcast. The first thing he tells me, when we first meet, he said, we're gonna do this, we gotta be serious about it, because I'm serious about everything I do. Once we start something, we can't stop it. And I'm like, all right, that's it. We've been in here every week, every week. He gets on me because I'm a slacker. I'm not necessarily a slacker, but I do things last minute purposely because I'm doing everything else. I'm going to like, he is on top of it like, hey, bro, we need to get this done A, B, C, and D. 
by this time. And I and I, I appreciate this man. So it's like, alright, we've been here since then. And it's like, like I said, the idea of contrast on the cut is you know, like I said, you got black dude, you got a white dude, you got two different lifestyles coming together doing two different things. Crazy part about it is we know the same people, we never ever met each other. We knew all the going back to LA, our LA days, we know the same people in the same circles, never ever met each other once. So this is just like the degree of separation is very crazy at this point. Nah, I started working in T. Like, it's crazy because T lived not too far from when we first met. We met like what, eight years ago, seven years ago? And so, uh, my folks was Larry Banks, and he grew up with Kid Ink. And so, like, that connected him, both of us, we both knew Adrian Swish, and pretty much, shit, we started connecting and working. And this is seven years ago. <laughs> that's typing. That's typing. Yeah, that's a good shit. Yeah. I got, I got ideas on my page. Yeah, it's like, that's Episode, should I have a Snapchat? Because I've always just did Instagram, Instagram, or Facebook. I never had a Snapchat. I don't care for it, so I had to go after people. Shot you, you know. Bro, I'm married, but I'm gonna say this anyway. He ain't getting no cutie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cutting. all jokes aside, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Slickstagram. S L I C S T A G R A. No, G A R. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm religious at this point. You know what? Just Slick Instagram. Instagram. Just instead of Insta, take that off and put Slick Instagram. <laughs> hey, I, I just uh, you tried to kick me out, but last week I left early, so I had to stay a little extra today. That is right. I did leave early last mm. week. This motherfucker. <laughs> Man, T, where can they follow you at? Man, everywhere. Hey. Hey, same with me on Instagram is t.davis underscore fbc. Snapchat that black hippie. Fucking Twitter, T Davis, Fight Boys, like, I'm saying, Facebook. Fight Boys with a Z? Fight Boys with a Z. That's the only thing spelled different. Everything else spelled like it's supposed to be. Then y'all can add me on Facebook if you want. Just don't spam my shit. It's Terrion Davis, you know what I'm saying? Follow your boy. You spam anybody's stuff, you getting deleted. Right. And we talk about you. Tap in with the king, man. I'm always going to post some new shit, especially... Because what we about to get into, so y'all wanna y'all wanna tap in because I'm about to clean up everything. So man, y'all better cash in while it's cheap, just like Nipsey said. Cause it's gonna be double next yeah. time you see him. On me, we all money in, you know what I'm saying? Rest right. in peace, money and nip, man. You know what I'm saying? Marathon still continues, bro. You know what I'm saying? All day. Locust, where the fuck can they find you at? Their grandma's house for Thanksgiving and Christmas next year too. Uh, you getting into the old women? Hey, Elder abuse. I'm nah, bro, they got dementia. It's dope. They can't remember nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I got a big dick or not. You know what I'm saying? All they gonna say is that they saw the handicapped placard on the ad. That's why I be, I do. I've been volunteering at the senior centers and shit for the holidays. You know what I'm saying? You know what, everybody, out, everybody that got their grandparents <laughs> and parents inside these senior centers, check on your folks. Check on your phone. Locus out here violating out here. No, he vibing. Uh, 
That's why I say check on your hey, folks. Hey, man, old ladies need love, too, bruh. 60, 70, 80, 90. Hey, hey, Logan, they do got SSI checks, too. That's right. They gonna follow you where? Oh, yeah. RetardedBastard.com, man. Uh, Instagram, Crypto Kingpin. Cash App, Crypto Kingpin, too, by the way. You gave me cash app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Follow me on that. Yeah, man, love. man, that's the new one. Just don't be sending a request. No. Yeah, I might send a reply if you send enough money. Send me a Venmo too. You know what I mean? Venmo while we're on the subject. Yeah. On that note, I'm out of here, bro. On that note, I'm different. Man, you can follow me at DJ Wine Dollars. Like I won some money. W O N Dollars. D O L L A S. That's all I'm giving out. I don't want y'all to see my personal shit. On that note, oh, follow us, Contrast Uncut. We on IG. It's a great picture of me flipping off slick. But I don't know why the photographer didn't send a picture of you flipping me off, so. His uh, hands is too tiny. <laughs> man, slick, get out. I'm out Just here. get out, bro. I bet you pay the photographer not to give it so that the photo won't be out of you flipping me off. Why you got to make me look like an asshole? Get out. He couldn't afford the Photoshop, dog. That's not what happened. He, Deuces. He needed some new hands. PNG man. format's expensive. You know, you know what, T. Davis? <laughs> Get Locust the fuck out of here too, bro. Yeah, yeah, you got it, got it. <laughs> on that note, I'm 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 hanging up on this whole conversation. Yeah. Contrast uncut. Yeah.